0: This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning. I am uh, Pastor Brian, and welcome to Morning Breath. Pastor Brian Moore here, sitting in for Pastor Dan today, and uh, I'm here with a co-host. This is a drive-time devotion, or any time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. And today, my co-host is Mark Cook. How are you doing this morning, Mark? I'm good, Pastor... Hang on. Let me move my mic up. There we go. I'm good, Pastor Brian. How are you? Awesome, man. Good to have you. Good to be here with you. It's, uh, it's an interesting day that we live in, but it uh, is. it's an awesome time to be in Jesus. I hey, know it's that another much.
1: day in the kingdom of God, man. Yeah, it's, it's always advancing.
0: It's cool. I, I mean, I love, I love sitting down and, and doing the show with you or with anyone, actually, to be able to just open the Word together, and um, it's an honor to be able to do that together. So thanks for being here, and uh, we do have our radio engineer. He's quiet in the corner over today, um, just doing work, just working hard over there. Nick, how you doing, buddy? Oh, wait, you can't talk you to can't. us. Nick, if you, if you want to keep your job, say something. Come on, Nick. Uh, He just didn't do it. Actually, he doesn't have a microphone today to (laughs) greet you guys, so you're used to us saying hello to him and him saying hello to you. And he would wave or give you a token, like, nod if he could, give you a what's up. Um, He is in the studio with us and doing great work over there. So thanks, Nick. Keep up the good work. We, um, we have some stuff going on. Do you want to tell them how to get connected to the show and what this is all about, Mark?
1: Yeah, we're still doing our drive-time devotion. It never stops. And so uh, this is a devotion. We want you to read your Bible with us, and we, we read a chapter of, of the Bible. Uh, we read it uh, the night before. We read it the morning of, and then we come and we read it live on the air and uh, speak about whatever God is putting on our hearts. That's why it's called morning breath, whatever He's breathing on. So we don't prepare a message ahead of time. We just uh, talk about what the Holy Spirit's leading us to, and you can join us in that. Uh, if you go to our, our uh, app, the East Coast app, uh, or our website, you can get to our podcast section and see an East. Uh, I'm sorry, a Morning Breath guide. And that'll tell you what uh, book we're in, what chapters we're reading, so you know ahead of time what to expect. You can read along with us. Uh, you can call the office also, at 452-1060. We can email you a guide if you need one that way or even drop one in the mail. Um, also, while you're on the app, while you're on our website, that's like the way to be connected right now. Uh, everything's happening online. You can see uh, what's going on at East Coast. If there's, if there's events coming up, that's, that's generally where we post them. Um, and, of course, our YouTube page is available. We're doing all of our services online uh, coming up, you know, this weekend. Uh, we're staying up to date with our Facebook and our website. That's just a, the place
0: to be. Yeah, if you uh, if you want information about what's happening around East Coast Christian Center or even the show, we would just uh, point you to our website, point you to our app, point you to our Facebook pages, and uh, just take note of that. I mean, in an ever-changing uh, era that we're living in today, yeah. um, that's the place to be connected and that we can get information out the fastest. And so we're thankful that you're following us. We're thankful that you're a part of the show with us. Honestly, this show is, um, it's great for the the two or three of us in the, in the studio here, but we want it to be a blessing to you guys as we open up the word together, that God would speak to you in the process of us opening up the word together. And so we're gonna do that today. We're in Acts chapter three. I actually have the New American Standard Version today. What do you have over there, Pastor Mark? I've got the new King James. I should probably mention before we
1: jump in, I didn't specifically mention the service times. Yeah. Since we are doing church online, uh, we want you to know that you can join us at eccc.us to see all of our services, and we're doing extra service time. So Saturday, we've still got our 5.30 service, but on Sunday morning, we're doing services at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m., 11 a.m., and noon. Um, so make sure that uh, you gather your family around you and, uh, and join us for church.
0: Yeah, I think it's a really cool um, design actually that you can interact Um, as the service is going on, we do have like a, a chat ability yep. if you need prayer for something. If you decide to, you know, or family or friend um, is with you that prays or receive Christ, we have opportunity for you to respond to that. We have children's resources available for you that way. We have a lot of cool stuff going on that way. Even though we can't meet together in a building, we are gonna meet together um, virtually and we are gonna still believe God with you for your biggest needs. We're gonna stand with you doing the believer thing. Um, whether we can meet together in a building or we're in buildings across the community, which the book of Acts is the, is the early church and man, they were meeting house yeah. to house. And so if that's what it comes to at this season of life, it's a great thing. It's worked before, it'll work again. Amen. And uh, ministering to people and loving people where they're at is, a, is an important <laughs> thing. And this show hopefully is going to reach you and, and do that for you as well as love you where you're at. And so, like I said, we're in Acts chapter three today. I got the New American Standard Version, uh, Pastor Mark's in New King James. I believe we have uh, 26 verses. Do you want to break it right after? Let's stop it at 13, I guess. I'll uh, I'll kick it over to you. Do you want to get me started? I will. I'll get you started. Pastor Brian, I say unto you, read, sir. All right. Now, Peter and John uh, were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. And a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to set down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order to beg alms of those who were entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I do not possess silver and gold, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, walk. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised up He raised him up, and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened. With a leap, he stood upright and began to walk. And he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they were were taking note of him as being the one who used to sit at the beautiful gate of the temple to beg alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. While he was clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them at at the so-called portico of Solomon, full of amazement. But when Peter saw this, he replied to the people, Men of Israel, why are you amazed at this? And why do you gaze at us, if as if by our own power or by piety we made him walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, the one whom you delivered and disowned in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. Verse 14, But you denied
1: the Holy One and the just, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. In his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled." Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said to the fathers, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren, him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among his people, from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets, from Samuel and those who follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. You are sons of the prophets, and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you, in turning away every one of you from
0: your iniquities ah uh, men man. pretty uh pretty awesome chapter i yeah you know as i as i read the chapter this morning i um i just i i couldn't help but get stuck and you know it's a it's been quoted so many times in christianity about verse six is what peter said i do not possess silver and gold but what i do have i give to you in the name of jesus christ the nazarene walk and um you know, it, it stuck out one more time to me that, you know, I, I just love, especially in the era and the season of life that we're doing life right now, of that, though you don't have and, you know, the stock market's doing crazy stuff and people's jobs are, you know, have been questionable over the last few weeks and, you know, where this is all headed and what's going on with this virus and what's going on in America today and around the world globally. I love that it doesn't take money to do kingdom work. Amen. Like. The money matters and the money is valuable. And when I say it doesn't take money, I'm saying despite these guys not having money, they were able to operate in the power gifts. They were able to see the manifestation of the power of God in moments of, you know, whether they had cash or didn't have cash, whether they had gold or no gold, whether they had silver or no silver. There was no like, oh, we don't have something. And so we're stuck now and we can't do it, right? We were still able, we were still able to look back on this and go, you know what? These guys were able to operate and use the power of God that they had living on the inside of them to go about and to do incredible things in a in an era of, you know, in a, in a time and a season where everyone had just walking past this guy, where this guy had been walked past so many days before. And they just stopped and said, you know what? Hold on a second. And they took time, they took the moment that they had and made that moment matter. And I think in this season of where we're, where we're walking through today in, in America, I think it's important that we stop and have moments like this, that we'd have moments to go, Of course, we got distancing and we got stuff going on, but the reality is we can still love people and we can still believe God for their biggest need. And here's a, here's a guy who was this way from birth, his biggest need. This is what he's known for. People recognized him by this, you know, and here they stopped and said, Hey, hold on a second. I don't have money like you're always asking for, but I got something more powerful. And they just released that into this guy's life. They by faith saw this guy um, healed and made whole. And with that wholeness, we see later in the chapter, what that brings and the times are refreshing and all this stuff is just exciting, you know, and it can be, there can be this heaviness in, in our culture at times. And, uh, maybe more now than it's been in you know in many years, and all of that heaviness stuff just has to go in Jesus' name, that yep. we have a power that is greater than that stuff, that's greater than your inabilities today and your shortcomings today. That stuff does not matter nearly as much as the power of God. The power of God trumps that stuff every day of the week. And so it stuck out to me again, and I was like, praise God, it's not about money today. It's yep. not about the stuff. It's about what lives on the inside of us.
1: Well, and look at the different look at the level of difference of what they imparted into him. People have been walking by this guy, throwing him some change for for decades. Yeah. And it never it it had no it didn't change his life. Maybe it it helped him to eat that day. Yeah. Right. But this, the kingdom of God came in and said, you know what, instead of me just handing you another dollar, I'm gonna radically change your entire existence. And now his ability to go earn and to go be productive is it's exponentially or, or yeah. even infinitely yeah. different than what it was. The what When the kingdom of God delivers something into your life, there's always something about it that is far more and excessive above what the world would give you. And it prepares you for other things. You know, Pastor Dan recently wrote a book called Preparing for Breakthrough. This guy is now prepared for breakthrough. And everything that the world was giving him was never preparing him for breakthrough. It wasn't setting him up to win. It was just—he it was just it, he was having a miserable survival existence, yeah. and the kingdom of God came in and brought life. It's, it, it's a it's a level that you can't even—if you really think about the difference in level, oh yeah. it, you can't compare them.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a whole other level, as yeah. somebody would say, right? It's a whole other level. And I love—that whole other level, it wasn't in my personal life, was not my my legs that didn't work— but I didn't see life the same way as I see life today after mm-hmm. coming to Christ. You know, when I came to Christ, I live in a different level. I live at a different place today today. 20 plus years, I guess it's 22 years, almost 22 years now, of being born again and walking with Jesus, it is an incredible thing to see life differently, to to have a different perspective, different opportunities, have different doors that I'm walking through, different um, perspective on life, a different filter, if you will, different set of glasses to look at life through. Imagine this guy's story. Imagine the other side of this. Like, what does life look like and how much radically different is he going to experience? I love that there's a celebration on the backside. This dude just jumped up and started praising God, like freaking out. There was nothing else that could have done this except the power of God, right? There was no way for that healing or that, that manifestation to come to pass. It says that he walked and leaped and praised God as he entered the temple. Man, because he had a radical experience, right? How many radical experiences? I shared this a week or so ago on the air. I I've had radical experience with God that I've forgotten about, and it's terrible. I don't want to live that way. I want to live in remembrance of man. Look what God did. Because in those moments, man, we have celebration, we have excitement about what God's done and what God's doing. How many times do we just get stuck in that? And again, the heaviness comes, and we just yeah. go, oh, you know, maybe today we would just look up one more time and just go, thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. Thank you, God, for the place that you've put me. We live. I live on an island. I live on Merritt Island. I live literally on an island. You know, like it's crazy that, you know, you drive we drive across a causeway to come to church. You know, like we mm. drive across a river. We live in an incredible environment here in you know in Central Florida. And you know what? Yeah, it's it's challenging sometimes, and this is a challenging time, but you know what? We are radically blessed. And if we can change our focus off of the inabilities and what we don't have, like this guy was stuck and there it radically shifted and it changed how we how we did life. And yeah. What, what's that perspective difference doing in our lives, you know?
1: Well, I think that, as you're saying that, Pastor Brian, what what that's resounding in me is what's coming out of our mouths. Huh. Because when you, when you truly understand the kingdom of God differently, what should come out of your mouth should be different. And the Bible says that what, what we say is what—it has life, it has right. power. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Listen to me, and those who— Love it will eat the fruit of it. Mm-hmm. And I think in this time right now, it's there's a lot of things being said that are negative, that are that are fearful, that are uncertain. And I understand it because right. in any given moment, that heaviness that you've been talking about, Pastor Brian, you can feel it hit you. Yeah. You know, you're, you're kind of humming along and all of a sudden you're like, oh man, what if this doesn't change? Yeah. You know, and then all, the devil's just trying to take your thoughts down that road. And if you stay there for even just a few seconds, the next thing you know, you're, you're in an emotional pit oh, yeah. of despair and gloom and doom. But what I'm what i what I'm really trying to be intentional about in my own life, in this season especially, but I should be living like this every day, yeah. is to be intentional to say, you know what? I am a child of the Most High God. Well, he is the one who has given me everything that pertains to life and godliness. There, there's nothing that can stop the kingdom of God. I go back and I look at, at the promises that he has made, every one of which is yes and amen, and he said that he's gonna multiply me, he's gonna multiply my family, he's gonna prosper what I set my hand to, and none of that stops being true just because yeah. there's a weird environment Going on in the world. In fact, I think it makes it even more true because it sets it sets the church up uh, to be the ones who are on the edge of success, who are on the leading edge of recovery, who are on the leading edge of of of, su- of succeeding through a dark time and being the light in the world that we've been called to be. And I think if we'll begin to think the way you're you're thinking and stay tuned to the fact that we need to look up, like you said, Pastor Brian. And if we'll change what's coming out of our mouths and begin to exalt God, exalt the finished work of Jesus. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we let our requests be made known to God. And then we begin to declare, thank you, Lord, that you've supplied everything that we need. Thank you, Lord, that you have given us healing and soundness. It says here uh, that this man was given perfect soundness in verse 16, that the faith in the name of Jesus has given him perfect soundness. I'm preaching a little bit right now, I'm kind of fired up, but man, if we can begin, what you were saying is what fired me up, if we can begin to just... Speak what the Bible says about us. It doesn't say this is true in all seasons except bad ones. Yeah, come on. This is always true this all This was the a time. bad season. This, like for this dude, this <laughs> yeah. is a terrible
0: season. This guy was getting propped up every day to just just to gain some sore weight of sustenance, just to get by in life. Yeah. This is a terrible day for this guy. And it was a lot of terrible days. For years it had been a horrible season for this man. But you know what? God had a moment for him through two men that radically changed his future think about being being that guy today in your community in your world that you get to be the guy that God would use to change somebody's season change mm. somebody's future you know th- this kingdom the 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 how the how we, it walks as a believer, as we're supposed to be making disciples, right? Going to all the world and make make disciples of the whole world, right? That's what we're called to do. We're supposed to go make disciples. We get to be the people who get to change people's seasons like that yeah by faith. It's not us. And they were very certain to go, hey, it's not about our piety or it's not about anything great we've done. It's about the power of the risen Savior, Jesus, yeah. who you crucified, by the way. Hey, you, don't, you missed something here and there's something better for you too, right? Like they just pointed back and said, you know what, though it didn't work out and though you did and see, you know what? Hey, let's do this. Let's repent. 19 says, therefore, repent and return so that your sins may be wiped away, in order that times of refreshing may come for you too in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. There's refreshing moments today as we turn. And you know what? If you've been sour and you've been, you know, you've just been adopting the, the spirit of heaviness and you've just been carrying it around and feeling that way, you know what? Repent, turn. It's no problem. We got a good guy that's waiting for you on the other side of that repentance. Just turn around. That's not weeping and nail, you know, and, and gnashing and, you know, whining and all the stuff. It's just literally turning and going. God, you're incredibly good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I let that get on me. I, I, I believed a lie, and you know what? I turned from that lie today, and I'm gonna run to you, Jesus. And in that, seasons of refreshing, times of refreshing. Yes. I want it. I'm in. Like yeah. I, I want the refreshing times and. You know what? There's things in my life that I've, you know, I could get into a season in my marriage or in my family or in my finances, just like, you know, it's not this like radical, like, oh, I'm disabled season only that where God's going to break through. It could be all sorts of seasons today. You could just believe a lie, just a little one and get you into a mess, get you in a little Mm. funk, you know? And you know what? The good news is if we'll repent and we'll turn, you know what? Seasons of refreshing come. And who doesn't want that? Who yeah. doesn't want refreshing? Come on. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and and that's the thing I think that we all that we all need to be thinking about is is that that the kingdom of God should refresh you, and if you don't feel refreshed, I just want to encourage you that you can change that. Sure. You know, you, you can. I I feel down. I feel beaten down. You can change that by. Me. You said you know it doesn't matter where you're at because you can always repent. I, I look at what Peter's Peter is saying. Hey. You guys are the ones that turned Jesus over. Yeah. You guys are the ones that saw this happen to him. You guys are the ones that voted for it, yeah. him being crucified. If they can repent and be saved, who who couldn't be? Absolutely. Who couldn't, who couldn't repent and be saved? And so there's hope for every single person walking the earth that Jesus has done more than enough for every single person. It says here—I love what it says, the, the, the distinction that, that Peter makes. He says, the faith which comes through him. Yeah. It says in, in verse 16, it says, his name, talking about Jesus— through faith in his name. So it wasn't just the name of Jesus that made this man well. Yeah. It was through faith in the name of Jesus. Well, how do we get that faith? Well, in the next sentence he says, "the faith, the faith which comes through him." This is I've always marveled at the amazing nature of faith that God has because God calls on us to have faith. We're required to have faith in Jesus in order to be saved, but the faith the faith itself that we need to believe in him comes through him. He he gives us the faith that we need. That's required to be able to believe and receive what the kingdom of God has for us. It's it's this incredible package that God has. And so, if you feel like, man, I, in this season, I don't feel like I can, I have the faith. I I'm feeling fearful. Uh, the, my future, you know, seems bleak, and I, I don't feel like I can have faith. You don't have to muster up faith. You know, you, that's a phrase. Muster yeah. up the faith. You don't have to muster up faith. You just need to focus on Jesus because the faith that you need, the faith that I need, the faith that Pastor Brian is walking in, the faith that Nick is walking in, that's not faith that we mustered up. It's faith that came through the one who gives us perfect soundness. It all comes, it all goes
0: back to Jesus. It all centers back on, on who he is. That's good. I um I, I like verse thirteen too. It says the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified His servant Jesus, mm. the one whom you delivered and disowned in the presence of Pilate. And it goes, it gives them some ownership of the process, right? <laughs> but it, I, what I like is the front end of that. It's it's just a remembrance of it's it's helping them re- remind them again that that this Jesus thing is connected to the God that they worship. Like yes, it, it was relevant for who they were and the God they were worshiping. This wasn't just some weird Hokum Pokum, you know, like thing that happened over here. This was the the Son of God. This is Jesus, whom God God sent, the one that they that they worship as, you know, as as Jewish folks, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the, the one who's generationally been good to them, the one who split the sea so they could walk through it. You know, like yeah. you think about like, hold on a minute. Don't forget this guy that was sent was sent on behalf of the one that got you into the promised land, right? It yes. got you to where you're at today. That's good. And, you know, I, I would just, I just have a, I don't know. I just, I got to stay in this, like heaviness thing for just one more second to go. You know what? If you're out there today and you're going, you know what? I don't see a way out. You serve the same God that's in Jesus. You you have the ability to turn and go, you know what? God split a sea and it like stopped waters so that they could walk through it, right? Miracle after miracle. We could look in the Old Testament where God did that. Think about somebody else beside you. Look around today and go, man, you've probably heard a story of somebody who saw some radical healing in their own life, a radical moment, or saw, or you might have a moment where you said, you know what? Yes, Jesus, and you saw something fall off of your life and you got free don't forsake that don't forget that moment of what god's done already and then go you know what let's get into this let's get into this presence of joy let's let's figure this out how do we get from here to there you know what it's remembering and it's also being thankful, like you said. Let's remember what he's already done. Let's be thankful for what he's already done and watch him do it again. If he'll do it once, he'll do it again. He's faithful to do that. And I think that's what, you know, what's being what's being shown here and illustrated here again is to go, you know what, this is a this is a moment and it was awesome. But you know what? He'll do it again for you too. If you'll just repent, you know, you could have what this kid what this guy's got too. Yeah. You could have the freedom, you could be excited about life like this guy is. And how many times in the church world? do you see people that are just forget the circumstance we're in today just just in general believers that could just get heavied out like and that heaviness just really can can just damper and be just a wet blanket that nobody wants to nobody wants to be around that like yeah. people want the hope that you have let's be hope let's be hope injectors let's be people that are birthing hope in a community today that are helping people around us look around this dude was stuck for a lot of years you know what the, the question I'd have is how many times have people walk by with the same power that, you know, that, that these two had that just walked right on by? Mm. Maybe we'd look around today. Maybe in this season we'd look around and see who's around us that we just haven't noticed and haven't noticed in a while and go, maybe God wants to do something and just look intently. That's what happened here. They looked yes. at me and said, hey, look at me. Right? Yeah. Like They actually looked intentionally at somebody and then— called them out of their darkness and into light, which that's a powerful thing.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, and it's just a reminder of why Jesus came. Um, It says in verse 26, it says to you first, and he's talking to the Jews, you know, and, and Paul said it's to the Jew first and then also to the Greek. God, having raised up his servant Jesus, why? Sent him to bless you. Come on. Jesus has come to be a blessing to you. He's come to be, uh, you know, in a time when it feels like there's not a lot of blessings out there. Jesus exists for the purpose. God sent him, why? To bless you, to bless your family. It says that in Abraham, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That means your family is supposed to be blessed. My family is supposed to be blessed. In every season, uh, in in all the time, the kingdom of God is not seasonal. We go through life and it's seasonal, but seasons by definition are temporary things. But the kingdom of God is always the same. And Jesus has come to be a blessing to you. The kingdom of God has come to be a blessing to me, to you, to your family. And so when, like you said, Pastor Brian, as, as we look intently at other people, as we look intently at what's going on around us, we can look with the eyes of the, in the heart of God himself and know that Jesus is here to bless that situation, to bless that person and to bring life. Jesus didn't come for any other reason. He came to bless you, to bless you and me. And in this season, man, no matter what, we are still blessed because Jesus hasn't changed. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira and Cocoa.
0: Take this year with God at East
1: Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your Associate's, Bachelor's, and Master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension
0: 131. And our website is eccuequipped.com.
1: East Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45. With a high energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages, East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us.
0: Welcome back to the show. This is morning, all right. As we uh, we close out the show today, just uh, had a thought about this verse 11. It says, While he was clinging to Peter and John, and of course, it's the guy who gets healed, is who it's talking about. We're clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them at the so called portico of Solomon, full of amazement. You know, I I just had a thought about the the three of them clinging together, and what would that look like? You know, Mm. Um, many times. I've I mean, as in ministry full time, we have the honor of praying with somebody or believing in God with somebody and getting to celebrate and be a part of those smaller circles sometimes and um and celebrate with people but you know, those smaller circles don't ever need to go away. There's no, there's no reason why you need to do life alone. If you're out there and you're feeling lonely, which isolation and loneliness and, you know, all the things that we've been doing in the last few weeks with um, isolation and, you know, separation and all that stuff, that stuff can get very lonely. And um, I would just say to you, man, get on the phone with somebody, talk to somebody, don't, don't sit in a season of desperation alone. You know, this guy sat alone and begged for a long, long time. And um, now he has a family and um, that's what the, that's what the church is, is supposed to be, is that we're supposed to be family for each other. supposed to be close. I want to celebrate with your biggest breakthrough. Man, it is an honor that we get to be a part of incredible stories in ministry full-time. And um, you know what? Believer to believer, let's celebrate together. Believer to believer, let's believe God together. You know, let's see breakthrough come to pass together. And you know what? We can do way more stuff when we are way better together than we are apart and isolated and alone. So let's do this. Let's dig in. Let's stay together. And uh, let's see what God can do as we get together and stay together in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our
1: locations this weekend. For additional information such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.